Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello, Dina. Hello, Melissa. I have one question for you. What? Who's your muse? I think the question is, would you consider yourself Kanye's muse? Who's your muse? You're my what? muse, Dina. Oh, God. And cut jams? Ugh. Ugh. I hate I hate it so much. You hate it, but it is my favorite thing this week on TikTok, on the internet. I just can't get enough of Anka Jams. Oh, God. It's literally taken TikTok by storm. It's an annoying clip. It's from what that podcast ca- Call Her Daddy. Is that the yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. It's Call Her Daddy. Yeah. And uh, it's on Spotify. So Spotify put it up on their TikTok and people ran with the clip and they were surprised by how she says and cut gems and she is uh julia fox would you because everyone's like would you consider yourself yay's muse yeah a little maybe what is a muse i mean i was josh safty's muse when he wrote uncut gems right. do you know what i mean like things like right. that like I, I think people make it seem a little more dramatic than it is like totally. not you know what i mean it's not like van gogh like type of like yes he, he just he wants to dress me right now yes. like yeah i think that's kind of what it is is there anything that you know, like you're inspiring him with? Like you say, like he's yeah. You know I think I mean? it's it's very mutual. Um, like I, I'm definitely an ideas person. I always have like crazy, like out there ideas, and so does he. And I love telling him my ideas, and and like we you know we we get excited over each other's like weird thing. You know, it's it's definitely mutual for sure. We've grown up with this type of person, both of us. I ended up googling her because i thought oh she's just like a jap from long island like she just sounds like yeah one of these spoiled little valley girl wannabes but like long island girls i've known like that's why i said this clip is actually very triggering for me because she sounds like all of the girls who've been mean to me in my life like i just can picture them telling me like you need to get your eyebrows waxed like as a 12 year old you're right I could picture someone in a juicy jumpsuit like telling me that I need to lose weight right yeah Yeah. that's how she sounds so it's like very triggering for me but lo and behold I went and googled her and like she grew up in Milan but then she did grow up in New York City for a bit yeah. yeah it's a very New York accent like whether it's Jewish or Italian or it's 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 also like Valley Girl. Just we've mean heard girl. it before. Mean Girl. I don't think she didn't. I don't think she meant any harm with it though. And I absolutely I love it. Even the context, like so, I watched the full clip, right? And like the way she says "uncut gems" is absolutely absurd and deserves all the <laughs> parodying. But the context of the actual clip is so cringy and absurd like she just it it it, to me read like she thinks she is just the greatest thing in the world she's people's muse she's inspiring them by just like being alive which like okay like those are not bad things but like the way 
she is talking about herself. It just feels so conceited and so out of touch. Also, like, the way she's calling herself, praising herself as Josh Safdie's views and Uncut Gems. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> just quick rant from my own film criticism. Like, that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so painful to watch. I literally wanted to throw up watching that movie. Like, it was horrendous. So the fact that she's, like, boasting about being a muse for this awful, awful movie that she, like, she wasn't even memorable in. Like, I honestly don't even remember her character. Like, it just, it's I all, like, say very that too. off. I don't remember her at all in that yeah. movie. So when this came out, I was like, what part did she play? Yeah. Let alone she was a muse for the director. Like, very unmemorable. The only thing I remember about that movie is Adam Sandler and being extremely uncomfortable the whole time, yes. but not in yeah. a good way, yes. in a very horrendous way. I also remember, like, Adina Menzel popping up in the film and being like, she doesn't belong here. She's, oh, she God, needs to be singing on Broadway. Oh, like, God. she's a great actress, but that's the only other thing. I was like, this is out of place. Don't remember, like, Julia Fox's role at all. No. But I think this is coming at the perfect time because Kanye has been so unhinged on Instagram all week long. And they, I think they're, they're se- they just separated. It was just announced, Julia and Kanye. Yeah. But, like, the whole Kanye storm, like, she swept in on. And then it's just, like, the perfect storm of <laughs> really just unhingedness in this, like, Kanye camp. It is. It's also just these two completely co-opting and controlling their own publicity. Like, who, like... I mean, obviously Kanye is a publicity storm. Anything he does now is going to get coverage. But this woman, like, none of us knew who Julia Fox was prior to her being Kanye's muse. Um, And so she's really just milking it for all she can get. And I I guess good for her in a way. Uh, If this is what she wants, she's continuing to forge her own path to fame yeah i agree with that and tiktok has made it a whole nother level because there's parodies so every other video of mine is someone just saying uncut gems uncut gems there was a great parody by Adana Drew. What is a muse? I mean, I was josh safty's muse when he wrote uncut gems right uncut gems uncut gems yeah, she was hilarious. All of our friends have also just been saying this constantly, the same way they did. There was one by at Daiquiri Eris, where she just posts how she's trying to get through her day, but she just can't stop hearing this word repeated in her head again and again. Like, I was Josh Safi's muses when he wrote on Cut Jones. Like, you know what I mean? Like, things like that. Yeah, and then at J Cyrus did a remix. That's great. Here it is. Hey guys, we're all familiar with this super trending sound. And if you're like me, you're wondering what our boys, the chain smokers, would do if they made a beat with that sound. Don't worry, I took care of that for you. Here it is. Do you know what I mean? Like things like right. that. This sounds like such 
garbage to my ears. It's like somehow he took something that's already giving me a visceral reaction and made it worse. Yes, it is, I agree. It's not great. Um, but I will never forget Uncut Gems. Uh, it like it makes like my my blood boil. Like it makes my stomach lurch. That's how much I hate this. Well, maybe you won't hate the next trend we talk about because I love it. There's been a filter going around that is Disney characters. So basically it cycles through a bunch of Disney characters and it stops on one. And people have been saying if they will smash them or if they'd pass. I've seen a million of these. They're really funny. One of my favorites was someone like a lot of people would say, I would not smash this person or this Disney character because they're so young. Like Chip from Beauty and the Beast, the little teacup, he's like, you know, a younger brother. So most people pass on him. But someone's like, well, you're also deciding if you want to smash a candlestick holder. So it's a cup or a candlestick holder. None of this is real. People take it very seriously. But it's it's very funny to see people's reasoning of wanting to have sex with Disney characters basically yeah and it's funny because a lot of the characters I don't recognize like I get I mean here you know I thought I knew all the Disney films but I guess there's a lot out there that I still haven't seen because there was a ton of characters I didn't recognize but as people were playing the game on TikTok they also were like who is this what character this looks like an alien where is this person coming from Another trend that's very similar to this Disney smash or pass trend is to see what type of bagel you are. So it's similar because it's basically the bagels go round and round and round. And when it stops, whatever bagel it stops on, that's supposed to represent who you are. And uh, Melissa and I did this. Melissa, what'd you get as a bagel? I couldn't get it to work for the life of me. I kept trying to hit the filter and... I don't know. Yeah. It just wasn't working. And then when I sent it to our friends, they just said, maybe it's just not meant to be. Just give it I, up. It's because you moved to San Diego. So it knows that you just don't even deserve bagels because yeah. there aren't good ones out I, there. I think that's fair. Yeah. But I had that problem too. It was definitely like it wouldn't stop for a while. And I don't know what I did, but I got to stop. And it stopped on a grain bagel, oh, which is God. similar to... Our favorite one by James Alexander. He had a grain bagel too. It's like, yeah, that's the most fucked up bagel to get. I don't want to be a grain. Yeah, his video was like, this is the only filter that matters. And he was, he really pumped it up. And then he was like, oh God, grain, really? I think that's how you felt too. Yeah. What do you think you would be? An everything bagel, of course. I think you are also an everything bagel. Yeah, I'm I only think friends with everything bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. There was also another trend on TikTok. It wasn't really a trend, but we kept seeing that there was a ranked bagel list, and the most popular bagel in the U.S. is a blueberry bagel. Horrifying. That is quite horrifying. I don't know anyone who goes to a bagel store in New York and orders a blueberry bagel. No, that's some Midwest shit. People are only ordering blueberry bagels at, like, Dunkin' Donuts. Well, maybe Julia Fox would say, blueberry bagel! God. (laughs) (laughs) With cream cheese! Uh, 
Dina, if you like were a Long Island Jap, that's what you would sound like. Not even joking. That would just. Be I mean, I am a Long Island Jap. It is part of my identity, but like very much. Well, there's levels. Not at an extreme <laughs> end of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a Jap too, but I'd say I'm although. Right, you're a Boca Jap. Spectrum. Yeah. Okay, for song trends, I have been seeing this one around TikTok. And it's interesting because it's also in a commercial that keeps playing around my house. So I don't know if you've seen this, Dina. It's a song called Major Bag Alert by DJ Khalid featuring Migos. Uh, Did you just say DJ Khalid? It's DJ Khaled. There is another artist named Khalid. But come on, how do you not know DJ Khaled? It's DJ Khaled. I, this no? is like the opposite of the kind of music I enjoy. I've never heard anything by him. Yes, you have. Oh my god, I don't believe not, that. Not by choice. I was probably forced to listen to it. <laughs> okay, well here's the song. Major bag alert, major bag alert, bag, bag alert, major bag alert, yeah. I might drop a bag on my closure bag. So, do you recognize the song? It's in like a Wendy's commercial. I did not recognize this from a commercial, no. It's in this Wendy's song, a Wendy's commercial that we hear all the time. And I thought that they were referring to a bag of Wendy's the whole time. <laughs> That's a good commercial, then. And then, then when I saw it on TikTok, I was like, oh, like, I thought it was like a Needs jingle money. for Wendy's. Turns out, no, yeah, it's an actual song, and it's on TikTok now, and yeah, it's referring to, like, money or whatever. Major bag, I guess, is, like, major money bag. Right. Yeah. And so the trend with it is people... Like, there was one I saw by, at Alex Ernst, and he was, like, being nice to the old lady next door so she can leave me her house one day, something like that. And so the idea is, like, major bag alert one day. Yeah, one was, like, got hit by, like, a campus bus, major bag alert. Yeah. You soothe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on, we have a great tip. For TikTok, and we talked about this a couple of episodes ago about being able to favorite and save videos and how we wanted like to a way to organize them. And Lauren underscore Taylor explains it in a very nice way. There's a new feature on TikTok. This morning, TikTok released a much needed update: the ability to organize your favorites into collections. I'm gonna show you how you use it. I'm Lauren. I help realtors grow on TikTok. Follow for more. Okay, so before you used to click the three dots and you'd be able to just save it by clicking the save button. The new feature now allows for a manage dropdown. Click the manage button. You have to do this quickly, otherwise it disappears. This will then give you the option to create a new board like you see here, like TikTok inspo, or to add it to a board that you already have existing. This is what the board's gonna look like. It's gonna be so much easier for people to organize and save, and a save on TikTok is a huge benefit for the creator. So now more than ever, it's important to be directing your audience to save your videos so that way it bumps you up in the algorithm and they can rewatch them later. And our friend Sarah Gutkin sent this to us, so we appreciate this wonderful tip. I will say, though, I feel like I'm too lazy to organize my TikToks. Like, I, I want 
in every ounce of me wants to be organized and be able to like go back, especially to recipes and things like that and places I want to go to. But I'm so used to TikToking in a certain way where I just like, you know, keep flicking. I even that little one second of taking the time to organize. I don't know if I'll do it. Yeah, I agree. And it's interesting because I noticed I've started doing this with Instagram more. Like I follow a lot of local accounts. And so they'll do something and I'm like, oh, we should do that one weekend and I'll favorite it. But then I like forget or like my, my favorites on Instagram are just like a huge glob of a ton of stuff at this point. Yeah, it's recipes. It's all this stuff. And I never re- go back and reference it. So it was like she was explaining this and I was sort of like, I wish I had this for Instagram. But the way I mm-hmm. use TikTok, I mean, uh, it's very rare that I actually save a video on TikTok for like future reference because most of the TikToks I enjoy are just like really stupid videos of like people falling down and shit like that um or like educational things but still it's stuff that like I'm not necessarily thinking oh I want to organize this and refer to it later well for a podcast we have to refer to a lot of TikToks we later do. I could so but this. we just go about it the long way really right. we're kind of like <laughs> we're set in our ways we're also just generally not organized people so that's I don't know that we would use this just because of who we are. I would say we both do not have type A personalities. No, definitely not. We could use this as a chance to plug our blog because if you ever do want to see TikToks starting from when we started our blog, it really is a good history of what was going on at TikTok during a certain time period. And Melissa does a great job of blogging it up so all props to her but I've I've gone back to our blog multiple times to be like wait what was that video or what was that trend like six months ago or a year ago so go to tooldfortiktok.com yeah I feel like that's probably even a more searchable way to find content than if you just save stuff and put it into folders hopefully you guys will check out our blog and find it useful yeah how much money have we made from our blog was it five dollars or five cents oh <laughs> dollars i think oh my god five dollars does that sound right uh, i mean you're you're keeping tabs on the blog i i think yeah five dollars we don't want to spend it all in one place i mean it's hard not to maybe next time we're together we'll, we'll use it to buy bagels Ooh, everything yeah. bagels everything bagels love it so We figure we'll round out with sort of the latest pop culture event, the Super Bowl. And Dina, how was your Super Bowl party? You have a a famous Super Bowl party every year. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a party this year. There's still COVID, but did have, you know, some people came over. And I mean, I'm famous for making a lasagna Lasagna, every year. So every time... I've been speaking to Melissa throughout this week. It's I'm always I'm heating up a lasagna. Yeah. I'm eating it. There's some point of this. Everything's revolving <laughs> in my life around this lasagna this week, uh, and it's delicious. I've basically become a lasagna. But the game was good. I mean, the the one thing I will say, the one commercial that sticks out in my mind was that damn. Coinbase commercial with the QR code and I was like I didn't want to like it but it was actually pretty cool 
did you or did anybody at your party end up like taking their phone out to to screenshot it i did yeah i went up to the tv and i was like what's this and yeah of course it was coinbase we were and it because it was up for a while and so at first you were like hmm weird whatever and then after a while jared was like all right i gotta know and he took his phone out and and took a picture yeah i think everybody's saying objectively coinbase was probably the most memorable commercial and the halftime show was super fun too I like the halftime show too. And there's so many memes about how like if you like the halftime show you're really old. But I don't like yeah, I guess that's true. I knew all the songs, which is so refreshing. I was saying it was just it was sort of weird because it felt like so many things were targeting our generation, like millennials, the too old for TikTok generation, which I would have thought maybe they'd be trying to target 20-somethings, right? Like, TikTokers, but they really weren't. And I I guess it does make sense. Like, we are the ones who were probably watching the Super Bowl on TV. We, maybe they think we have a bit more money now and we're buying things than a younger generation. So I guess it makes sense, but it was very bizarre. Like, there were commercials that had Austin Powers in it. Like, there was just so many references to our... Child, like our like preteen teenagers life that I, I it was really strange it's definitely because we have all the money now to spend so they need to target us I mean we made five dollars on a blog post like that's we have you know so yeah. we are the generation with the money that's true we're all about passive income except that the blog <laughs> has required a lot of work for me and it's not passive at all but <laughs> sure <laughs> Also, it was very exciting this year because betting is now legal in New York. So I've signed up for these, whatever they call them, betting apps. And my mom randomly was like, I want you to put $100 on the Rams. Oh, so I was like, man. all right, I'm, I'm a, a bookie for my mother now. And <laughs> she won. So she won, you know, got back 150 so won 50 bucks. That's fantastic. Makes yeah, makes the game more exciting when there's when there's money on the line. Yeah. So I mean TikTok was getting in on the action. They had the tag Super Bowl. They had one that was like a TikTok tailgate and I saw like Tinks and oh what's the girl's Emily Zuge who does like the logos. She did yes. some fun Super Bowl ones. So they had a lot of TikTok creators getting in on the, the Super Bowl hype as well. Yeah, it was also interesting that the Super Bowl and the Olympics were both on NBC, so there was a lot of Olympic crossovers. The Olympics also have been doing great stuff uh, and been trending on TikTok, and I think I feel like it's NBC who's kind of sponsoring these, and it just was a perfect time to you know, get some hashtags going for the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Yeah, they had one that was like Ask Team USA, and I saw Sean White was answering questions. They had a lot of Olympic athletes responding to comments, answering questions, which is a perfect use of TikTok, like good for who's ever in charge of like transitioning Olympics to TikTok. I thought that was a really smart way to, to do it and to interact with people that felt native to the platform. Yeah, I saw uh, ask a question to Jason. It's like, what's your kind of warm up routine? And he skated to the Schindler's List theme song. (laughs) 
<laughs> I really want to ask him about that. I mean, he's a beautiful skater, did really well. But I, my famous joke is that, like, if I played baseball, my theme song I'd walk out to would be the Schindler's List theme song. But people oh, are really God. skating to this. I mean, it is nice. What would your song be? For skating or baseball? No, if you had a walkout baseball, pump you up. I feel like when I think of walkout, I think of, like, WWF. So if you were a famous wrestler for WWF, you'd have a walkout song then? Well, I think I'm more familiar with wrestling than I am with baseball. Oh. So let's see. If I was I was a wrestler, um, I, did, I feel like you asked me this once. Um, and, like, probably with some Beyonce song. Yeah, I was going to say I think it was Beyonce. Yeah. I don't know. She makes me feel like a woman. An empowered woman. That's a song. You make me feel like a natural woman, Aretha Franklin. Did you walk out to that one? No, that's too slow. <laughs> but you should ask him. You should send a question to that guy. I would want to know that. Like, why did you choose the song? And like, is there any significance to it being the Schindler's List song? <laughs> I'm also really enjoying Adam Rippon has been tweeting up a storm, and he just posted today in in uh, TikTok. Uh, kind of like regurgitating his tweets and just saying I want to hop on here to say my feelings about the Russian skater who tested positive so there's all this controversy and Adam has been just very vocal and so articulate in explaining kind of his feelings and what's going on yeah he's really been my go-to for understanding how what's going on with all of this and how people feel that are on the inside. So it's been, it's been really cool to hear directly from him on TikTok. I wanted to wrap up by talking about live videos on TikTok because we had, we had a conversation with our friend group and we all, we all have very similar for you pages. So I like, we all assume that our, when you, you know, swipe, sometimes it swipes to a live that you could click into and we all have very different ones that pop up. One recently that's been popping up for me are arcade games. Like, you know when you put a, a quarter in and then if it gets pushed to the edge, then like a bunch of quarters fall out? Oh, yeah. That's been coming popping up a lot. It's cool. Like, I'm not going like, to click in and watch, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's just so strange. I get a lot of sound baths and like holistic healing type of things. And I did click in once because it was actually very calming. It was a cool sound bath and like a, on the lake somewhere. It was was cool to watch. But usually I just skip right past the lives. I skip right past them too. I wonder if anyone is not skipping past them and actually looking at them. I don't know, yeah. It's weird though, we all do get very different ones. I feel like there's maybe a different algorithm for the lives than there is for yeah. the other videos. Who knows? I wish I understood how that worked. Yeah. And cut jams! Good God, I'm going to take my headphones out. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the end of episode 85. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. As always, you can find us on Instagram, too old for TikTok pod. Remember, it's the number two and the number four. You can find us on TikTok, our blog, like we mentioned, tooldfortiktok.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. And cut jams. <laughs>